Hello everyone. As many of us are currently confined at home in many places of the world, and while we keep in our minds and in our hearts those who have no choice but to be at risk from the ongoing worldwide pandemic because they're doctors, nurses, workers, homeless, incarcerated, or in any other precarious situation, we wanted to provide you with a daily podcast to use this time to reflect and organize. The concept is very simple. Every day, we ask one person the same question. What is for you a moment of true decolonization? The answer can be a historical moment or something they witnessed, something heroic and grandiose or rather discreet and mundane, a durable blow to the structures of colonialism or a short instant of liberation. We thank you very much for listening and wish you and your loved ones the very best wherever you are. Hello everyone, uh, today we are starting a new series of a daily podcast. It's quite ambitious, we hope to make it work. And I'm very happy to welcome Fania Noel as our very first guest for this series. Uh, Fania is a Haitian-born French Afro-feminist organizer, thinker and writer. Uh, she's part of uh, Moisy Afro-feminist collective. Uh, she's the co-creator of the Decolonial Summer Camp in France. Uh, the founder of the journal Assiégé, which means uh, besieged, which is led by women, queer and trans people of color. And uh, as I said, I'm very happy to have her today. Hello, Fania. Hello, Leopold. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. How are you? Uh, confined, confined. <laughs> Social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll make it work. And thank you very much for taking the time to be to be the first one to answer this question of what is uh, this instant uh, this instant of true decolonization that you'd like to describe to us. And I think that in your case, you picked something rather literal uh, in in your answer. So I think that's a, that's also a great way to to start this series. Do you want to tell us what it is? Yeah, I want to take the Independence Act of Haiti on the January 1st, uh, 1804, that everyone know, I I hope everyone know, that uh, the uh, Haiti Independence and the Independence Act that were uh, a discourse of the general in chef of the army, the indigenous army, uh, Toussaint Louverture, and uh, this act, this um, is really uh, beyond a decolonial moment. It's a decolonial a liberation uh, project. And why it's a liberation project is that beyond the fact that Haiti, previously Saint Domingue, was the on the first, the the only one uh, uprising of a slave in the history of humanity that gives birth to a nation, a state nation. That's the only one. And it's epic and it's more than epic because we're thinking about the the minimal, the smaller piece of uh, individual that without right. When we think about struggle, about antagonism, about you know world class, we're thinking about people with the asymmetric power. But we were talking about a huge asymmetric power. We were talking about a human being was not thinking as human being, but as a good, as good disposable good that here not 
even human, even not can die, can bring, can uh, give profit, but not as a human being. So you have a, a politic object that even not considering like a politic object, but just an object that goes through this uh, revolution to thinking by being more than a politic object, but become a politic subject. And this independence act, it's the transformation, the translation of how we can think a struggle, a revolution, a winning, and put word about what we did. It's a distant situation of, of subjectivity. I'll say we did that, and we want to say why we did that, and which project we have for this uh, this winning and for uh, this revolution. And it's for that it's really important to have this independent act by because we love to use in a you know in an activist space uh, the people concerned, the first line, etc. We have the word of the first line. We have the word of the people who done this revolution, who think this revolution, who, who think the strategy and also traitor and a moment of doubt writing a document to say we have uh, we have the independence we did that because we see the antagonism and it's really important in the in this piece that general jean-jacques de saline say that we have a antagonism a philosophic a politic uh, a race antagonism between the white supremacy and the black people and the black nation and say that haiti choose the name Haiti uh, in regard of the first people who was in this land genocide by the European but also say that this land is for black people the black nation and the stand of freedom for black people in in regard of the antagonism of the violence of the barbarism that European here uh, are it's a shift and not a local winning it's a global shift of what we we in, in the idea of oppression and oppressor. So for me, this moment is more that decolonizing moment. It's shift a lot of thinking around um, who think what for, from which point. When Haiti and this act decide that we are the center, we are the universalism, in this country, the, cit the citizens of this country are black, they shift also the side that who is the universalism, who is uh, the center of of humanity, and it's really important because he have a lot of of consequences. Has a you know the selling of the Louisiana by uh, the French to to United States to make sure that the United States will apply the the embargo on on Haiti, but also the fact that um, other countries stop slavery because it was the fear that they will lost uh, the slavery, but also the land, and Haiti do both. They 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 have a revolution with three major uh, uh, goal: stop the revolution. Make sure that all French are gone, and uh, get back the land. And they, they go to the three goal. And after something happened that is really um, 
something in the global story that we not think about that, but we might think about that. And the author, Yannick Laens, uh, the Haitian author, uh, remind that always that Haiti is the first country of the global south. When we're talking about the global north and the global south, we have to think that this structuration in terms of power, in terms of um, extraction of resources, of people, of good, of uh, neocolonialism, well, not always this way. Because when you have a French empire, the UK empire, German, etc., this distinction of global north and global south, global south was not there. Because, first of all, the idea of state nation was not really fixed. And the, the, the country, the empire have sp space in the global north, but also in the global south. So we all have a really more difficult and complex uh, geographical separation. But with HD, we have the first state nation, the idea of state nation that was ever not fixed in the global north was implemented in the global south by Haiti, by being the first state nation of the global north, uh, of the global south, so that means the first nation that have to go through antagonism from country from the global uh, north, have to defend itself, have to be alone, uh, try to find uh, uh, allyship with the within the the the. Latin America, South America, and after the decolonization of Haiti, Latin American, uh, Asia, Latin American, South American, and Asia, we have the constitution of the global South as the accumulation of state nation. So it's very important to put that decolonization movement and project and uh, and really a philosophical but uh, a powerful moment of thinking. Um, of liberty and and more that uh, thinking of the race antagonism between white supremacy and everyone else, but mostly uh, again black uh, in that uh, African black in that period, has a moment that shifts the 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 structure of the power and also um, fix the idea of state nation even though the idea was thinking was thought in the global north, the, fixa the fixation of the idea of state nation was the, the, the most powerful thinking of, of, of that is Haiti, in terms of we have a nation, a nation of former slaves coming together, winning, and say that we have to create a, a, a state to defend ourselves against a possible uh, invasion and the invasion came. The invasion came in form of uh, of uh, sanction, embargo, but after neocolonialism, etc. But the invasion came. But at least they go through that idea that the insurrection was not enough, the revolution was not enough, and we have to fix that that to some kind of structure to defend itself. Even though now we can see that. Haiti is in, in a lot of turmoil, it's not, I think I always say that, it's more easy to go out, to get out from um, from economic 
turmoil, from uh, you know poverty, etc. It's more easy to get out from that in terms of, of what we want in, po in public policy than to get out of uh, the the idea of a nation based on power and domination. And I think the the why this moment is really important for me is that the Haiti was born not on the idea of oppression, dominate and extract uh, resources from other people, from other nations, from everyone else, but the idea that this land can be a land of protection, of salvation and of liberty for people that the world was considered not even like human being, but just good. So this is a more that a decolonizing moment. It's a it's all a project and it's a revolutionary project, but a pragmatic project also and strategy. And for that, it's really an example for uh, all activists uh, who commit to black liberation. And Fania, if I may, uh, since the proclamation of independence of Haiti was done by Jean-Jacques Dessalines, mm. and that most people are familiar with Toussaint Louverture, but perhaps a little bit less with Dessalines, would you mind maybe uh, remind, uh, telling us uh, who Dessalines was? Dessalines was the general in chief of the army, was the one made that sure that we won a really um, crucial bataille, the, the Battle of Vertières, that uh, was a really important bataille, was fearless, was uh, also uh, with a lot of narcissism and died as uh, all uh, people with uh, this character. Uh, he died assassinated uh, in uh, October 18, uh, 1886, in, uh, yes, October 1886, after um, uh, proclaimed ins, if, itself emperor of Haiti. And we um, know a lot about Toussaint Louverture because Toussaint Louverture, you know, is like the idea of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Toussaint Louverture is seen like He's, uh, you know, he wants to negotiate it. He was uh, really about the negotiation with the French and with the Spanish, and it was not. He, he would be okay with the, with with uh, autonomy, but not independence. And Dessalines was very clear about now. He wants the land. He wants to win. and wants to done with that. And in the Independence Act, he say that. Um, uh, the the liberty from the French and and he, he say he have a really strong word uh, that uh, everything separate ourselves from the French our skin color our temper of uh, of of uh, our kindness separate us uh, Haitian from French so deciding was really really um, strong in his position and his uh, thought about what liberation mean and. As come uh, Toussaint Louverture die in a in a in a prison. He's uh, he's in, in, in France, and uh, Dessalines uh, he's uh, die in Haiti. And Dessalines now is a is a loi. So in a vodou um, uh, religion spirituality, you have the spirit, the loi, and Dessalines uh, become a loi. So he become some uh, a spirit that uh, go and have companionship to Haitian in Haiti. So I think it's, uh, it's, uh, despite is a, uh, is a, you know, it's tragic end. Uh, 
he had a vision, but I think the issue is that uh, um, the people for revolution, for the fight, for battle, for the war, might not be the the best people for the time of peace, uh, constitution of state, because they really in a mental state of war, of you know, you have to defend yourself and constitution of state um, require more likely to be more into battle but more into compromise so uh, maybe what uh, this happened but you know what uh, they said show me your arrow i will write you as tragedy <laughs> well fania fania thank you so much uh you did not ask me to say that but i, I will uh i will say that you have a book right now in french called afro communitarians in i mean in afro communautaire in french but you're looking for uh anglophone uh, publishers so <laughs> i'm just putting that there <laughs> yeah anglophone publisher for the translation will be uh, i will be happy that it will be Uh, if it can be available in in English. Perfect. And then uh, you, also, you also had a contribution in, in the 25th issue of The Phenomenalist about the, the ongoing uh, Haitian revolution called On the Shoulders of Ancestors, Haiti's Post-Dictatorship's Generation Fights Corruption. So I also invite people to, to go read it if, uh, if they're subscribing to the magazine. Thank you so much, Fania. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. That's all for today. Find us tomorrow again for a new episode as part of this daily podcast series. And if you're a subscriber to The Phenomenalist, remember that you have access to every single article we published in the past in their online version on our website. Thank you very much and take care.